welcome to another episode of the Soundboard Podcast. Yes, sir. It is your main man, Dante, and I am here with... This is cool. And I'm here with... It's your boy, JJ. And I'm here with... Big KJB. Uh, but I'm also here with... Yeah, yeah. It is. We are in uh, in Narnia, in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> celebrating the King himself, we JJ. Went the wardrobe. Uh huh. Well, we said it, we said on one episode that we were gonna send you running down the aisle because you were sick of this. Mm. And so I think to I think we accomplished our goal this weekend. Especially I'm just trying to night. run down the run down the aisle just to see my baby. You know? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, bro. I love to hear that, bro. It has been a fantastic weekend full of adventures. I don't know why y'all love to do all this, but I'm tired personally. <laughs> I've been tired. It's because, about the experiences. Bro, yeah, man, it's about experiences. No, no, gotta, no. Gotta, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do something you know we don't normally do. I know we were just talking though about how like the difference of I just realized my friend group is different when I tell people that I'm going to a bachelor party mm-hmm. and the first thing people expect is, oh, y'all about to go to like Atlanta Vegas. or Vegas. We went y'all to Atlanta. We passed through Atlanta. We passed through Atlanta to get to the chat. Chattanooga, <laughs> but I realized that uh, that our circle is different yeah. because I tell people we going to a bachelor party. They always like, "Oh, y'all boys about to get crazy," and I'm like, "No, nah, not really. Gonna be <laughs> rafting and biking." Very mild. Very mild. <laughs> hey, that rafting was crazy though. Okay, so y'all went rafting. I'm gonna be honest. I opted out because my swimming skills are not uh, up to par. When you say that, like, are they existing? No, yeah, they're not. They're non-existent. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, we realized today that when people come from two-parent households, they learn to swim, <laughs> and the rest of us just fight for no our life. But, nah, we didn't do that. No, but we, we 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 went biking. We did go fair. biking. We 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 went biking, which was a short but fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all went y'all went rafting. That was one of the things that you wanted to do on your bucket list. I don't know why, but you wanted to do it. Can you tell the people? Why you needed that adrenaline rush? Yeah, man. I've seen whitewater rafting when I was younger. I've always thought it was cool. I've only seen it in movies, but it's always been something I want to do. So I'm like, why not take the opportunity to get all my boys together and mm-hmm. do something to, and knock it off my bucket list? Well, JJ, there is an operative word here that I think you're missing. What's that? White. <laughs> <laughs> And we're black. <laughs> we are black. We so, are black. You know, when you said that, that. That's what makes it even better. Yeah, when you said that, I was a bit concerned. But I'm saying, like, if we didn't do this today or this weekend, how, when would you have done it before? That's what people kept saying. Jerron kept saying that, like, we only going to be in Chattanooga once. I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to live life. I'm trying to get new experiences. That's yeah. all. You know? yeah. And this so, was a great one. So y'all did it. Y'all had to go out there. Y'all, y'all got in that water. Mm-hmm. And all of y'all came back. Alive, I think we survived. I think uh, you know Pat said he lost a toe, <laughs> but y'all, ultimately y'all survived. How was that experience? It was a it was a great experience. Like so with um, with whitewater rafting, they have different classes. So they have like class one through five, yep. well one through six, six essentially. But like six is like Niagara Falls, so it's not right. really something right. you can Dead. do. So the one we did was one through four, four. Mm-hmm. and um, that's it, still the majority. Yes. <laughs> no, nah, it is. It's, a, it's just a mixture of them, Tell and them uh, and they had us starting with cata- with class four. <laughs> Wait, y'all we, started, we didn't get yeah. to ease into it. Y'all started at four. We started at four. 
They said we're just gonna throw y'all you didn't in. even warm up. <laughs> we trained on land and then they <laughs> stuck us down. <laughs> and and they they put y'all yes, yes, bro. Um, but it was it was actually a really dope experience. Like just being able to be on the water like that, um, seeing seeing the Smoky Mountains up close, like drifting through the the river, it was an awesome experience. Nah, bro, I'm glad I'm glad that y'all I'm glad that y'all had had that experience. I we will had, say uh, we had boys out there saving lives. <laughs> a couple of y'all, y'all almost drowned. Yeah, yeah, that too. It's all part of the experience. Mm. Nothing like losing your life hey. to bring a friend group closer together. Hey, yeah. I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, while y'all were doing that, where was Cooper at? On the way back to the house. Bikes. We did ride we did the bike. Ride. We rode mm. the bike. We rode the bike ride. for about 10, 15. I threw up on the side of the road. <laughs> and, and that was that. And that was that. It was that it was over. But I will say, man, uh, it has been a great weekend overall, bro. I was just uh one of the things that we did, we we went out to a little cigar lounge. We had a little section section boys. In the cigar lounge. You know what I'm saying? In the little cigar lounge. They only had 10 cigars. But it was a good time. <laughs> and uh and and bro, it was it was just a fun experience. And when we got there, it was a little shaky. Um, it was ladies' night, no ladies. Uh, <laughs> for the single guys, for the for the single guys, you know, us faithful men were just sitting on the couch. Um, but but it was it was an interesting time. And what I realized is, man, when you just had these moments where you get away, it is so dope to like just turn up with with the fellas, bro. Like we had a we we had a time last night. <laughs> we had a time, what a time. We had a time last night, and so it was it was really really good. And then one of the other things we just we are actually recording this episode in, after coming back from dinner. We all got dressed up, mm-hmm. had uh, got Did dressed a up sneaker ball. Had like a little sneaker ball. Uh, went out to uh, to a restaurant, and uh, and it was good, bro. It just made me realize that uh, sometimes when you get in these rooms, you realize like how many dope people you know. And, like, I think sometimes proximity-wise, we forget, like, dang, bro, like, you the homie, but, like, you really out here doing, you know what I'm saying? You out here doing stuff. And I think it's because, you know, we we grew up with each other. We done seen each other at our worst and drunkest. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you forget that your your boys are dope. But but boys flourishing now. But boys are are flourishing. So we have a couple of the people uh, up here already at the table. Um, who were here this weekend Fellas we're going to let y'all introduce y'all so We'll start right here uh, to my man uh, This is Pat Presidential Pat Presidential <laughs> State of Mind uh, It's a pleasure to finally be here Y'all we've actually said Pat Pat we've read a couple of your Your, uh, sound, your, off. your sound offs on the show I talked it over with Coop I think I'm actually the most quoted <laughs> <laughs> That boy said he's gonna steal the show. Look, if you give boys a mic, all of a sudden they're a comedian. This is our show. And then on the other side of JJ, who we have at the mic? Uh, Jeffy. <laughs> yes, sir. I don't really know what, what else to say. Jeffy, you know, we realize you are one of the funniest people. You've been having uh, Coop rolling uh, all weekend, bro. It's the accent. You know, I, you know. Trying to, you know, <laughs> keep, keep, the, keep the family together. So happy. You got to keep the good energy around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pass yeah, it on. yeah. So good energy. So this is the thing. We know that we were here celebrating JJ, and he is going off and getting married. Mm. Um, and you two are also married. Uh, Pat, how long have you been married to your beautiful wife? A little over a year. A little over a year, mm. okay. And Jeffy, how long have you been married? Uh, going on six years. Oh, oh. Yo, clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Hey, hey, where you at? You see that? Y'all don't want to clap when 
trying to outdo you. He trying to outdo you, bro. I'm no longer the senior. You know, nah, bro. You elementary. I'm elementary. So, 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 Pat, I, I just want to know from you because one of the things actually last time we saw each other, uh, at 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 JJ's. Uh, birthday, 30th birthday, neither one of us were married. And, uh, and you brought that up this weekend. So I just want to know from you, if you could give JJ any advice, because we know he's going to be dumb and bump his head. <laughs> we know that. But if you could get him, give him any advice, what advice would you give to this man as he goes into to marriage? Uh, it's advice I already gave him. Uh, we discussed it. And it's once you say I do, that's for life. And if we're lucky enough, you know, that's 50 plus years. And so you have to take every moment and think to yourself uh, what it means in the span of 50 plus years. So you may, in your first couple of days, find something that is a little annoying that you didn't know existed before you were married, living next to somebody 24 seven. <laughs> it's women possible. Seconds. Women are perfect. <laughs> And uh, in the grand scheme, it does not matter. Like if yeah. you're talking fifty plus years, that's wisdom. It does not matter. What matters is the relationship, the bond, the foundation, so that you can exist for that fifty plus years. And that's all that should be the focus of your relationship. That's Man. good. That's good. So you saying focus on the latter and not the annoyances. <laughs> is that what you, that's what you took that's what, that's what you took from it that's what I took from it I was just saying that you should focus on 50 plus years so that you can get there you know my grandfather told me once you can have three 10 year anniversaries you can have two 20s but you only get one shot at 50 so you need to make it count Mm. Oh, that boy over that's here. wisdom. Uh, that's that's wisdom. And that is why he said I was the most quoted. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to throw it back to, to Presidential Pat with a follow-up question. Pat, you've been married a year now. How long did you and your wife date before y'all got married? Put me on the clock. Uh <laughs> that boy about up. six years. Six years. Oh, so hey. how yeah. did you know she was the one? Man, everything worked. Like, I hate to say that it, you know, they say, oh, it shouldn't be easy. But nah, it really should be. Mm. Um, there's, okay. there's no reason that you should have to force forever. Like, if it's meant to be and it's supposed to happen, it should gel. Like, that doesn't mean that you won't have disagreements. That doesn't mean you won't have cloudy, dark days. It just means that that shouldn't be the existence of it. Like, we've all had relationships where we fought forced you know you, you can't fit the square into, into the circle, circle. like mm. it just does not work and so when you, you get a bigger circle i take that oh <laughs> uh, so that's it it's just the foundation was there from day one on our very first date i told her hey this is what i think we could be like this is the vibe i'm getting and we talk about it often now like most of it has come to fruition, and the rest is stuff that will take a little bit longer. That boy, see, y'all be over here selling dreams, but that man casting vision. <laughs> <laughs> that's a king. That is a king right there. No, that's good, bro. I appreciate you sharing that. Jeff, you pick up the mic, man. I, I want to know from you, um, what is uh, some advice that you would give, give JJ uh, as he goes into this new season? Um, I'd say be intentional with everything that you're doing. Uh, 
keep a friendship before anything. You know, the kissing and hugging is cool, but when you got a friend you could come home to on them dark days, it's worth it. Um, and keep it exciting. Do pranks, you know. I was telling them, hey. <laughs> Jeff, you don't be doing them cheating pranks, do you? I'll be seeing that on YouTube. <laughs> But you know, just keep it exciting. Like them pictures you got hanging up around the house a little bit. Oh, I shouldn't have said that right, man. No, no, you good. Nah, you good. <laughs> Not JJ being a sin. <laughs> yeah, just edit that part, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just keep it exciting. Don't go to sleep mad. You know what I'm saying? And give them space. Keep a balance, you know? Like you see you hang out with your boys, that's good. Yeah. Don't just always be, you know, that's cool too, but. You know, In moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In balance. You got to have a balance. Yeah. Hang out and. Um, yeah, I think the most important is just being intentional because then it won't die out. That's good. That's right? That's and, we, good. and we was friends first. So like that, to me, that helps it lay the foundation because we had a, a friendship before we even really started to like date. Mm. So I think we solid on that. No, so that should good. be something to just build off of. That's good. That's good. So King, we're talking about the, the step. I'm going to ask you the same question we asked Presidential Pat. How did you know that wifey was the one? I'm going to keep it real. We started dating when we was probably like 17. And um, she broke up with me because she said that her dad told her she can't date right now. I'm like, she respects her dad? She's listening to what her dad's telling her? What woman does that? (laughs) That means she's going to listen to me. (laughs) That man is smart. (laughs) So I, I, I kept it. It was noted. And then... um. We came to find out that, uh, not to make this about us, but like we found out that our, um, our grandparents used to double date. Mm. Oh, oh, snap. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's a stamp right there. The connection. <laughs> so I had to ask my mom, you sure we're not cousins? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once I found out we wasn't cousins, it was like, you know what I mean? Go mode from there. You oh, thought y'all made by fate. That was a range. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's dope, bro. That's dope. I, I just think as as uh, as JJ goes into this new season, we've been celebrating them, and uh, and everybody just just wants to uh, just wants to know. Uh, Jerron, come on up here, Jerron. I I, I want to get uh, everybody give it up for Jerron. That, that man, that man was over here. Uh, that man was over here handling business. <laughs> business. Bro. Welcome to the pod, Ron my man. The, you got the best Good laugh course. I ever heard, bro. <laughs> you are one of, you, that laugh from you the definitely day. have been one of the funniest people this weekend. Like my father. <laughs> <laughs> he made me like this. <laughs> so I want to know. So I want to know. I want to know from you. You have recently gotten married, yes, as well. So how long has it been now? Uh, which wedding do you want to know about? <laughs> I heard about the first one. Tell us, tell us the story. Yeah, what happened? Please clarify. Yeah, yeah, what happened? You got multiple weddings. So, one wife. Yeah, one wife. Okay, I was okay. about to say, you got to clarify. <laughs> yes, shout out. Uh-oh. Drunk. He drunk. I am not. Shout out Dr. Calhoun. No, she's the best. Oh, wifey a doctor. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay, so y'all both like that. Big docs. Big docs. Okay, so y'all, so, uh, so y'all had two weddings. What happened with the first one? Um, COVID. So <laughs> we were supposed to have a destination wedding uh-huh. in Jamaica. Yep. And uh, the week before the destination wedding, uh, I had five duties at school and caught COVID. 
My wife caught COVID as well. My mother caught COVID. Oh, damn. Damn. The whole family. It was, that mother ran through the family. They hit on the Calhouns, man. So we um, pretty much had to postpone. And uh, we did a quick turnaround. Ended up uh, getting married in March uh, of this year. Congrats, man. And I appreciate it. And it was a party. And the wedding well deserved. It was lit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I heard both of them was lit. Because hey, they went without you. Yeah. Hey, 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 Jamaica was a great time. <laughs> no wedding. Good Only party, thing missing though. was them. I said, I said, how y'all going to go and party without the bride and the groom, bro? Right, right. They paid their money. And we FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that's a, that is what's up, man. So I, I want to know uh, from you, how did, uh, uh, what is some advice that you would give? give JJ as he goes into this I think some of the uh, best advice that I received that I would pass on to any um, husband that is about to be a part of a, a lifetime commitment would be happy spouse happy house which is different from happy wife happy life hey, right mm. amen because mm. <laughs> if Dante ain't happy ain't nobody happy right. equality right. So it means that um, not only is it your duty to keep your wife happy, right? But there's another piece to that. And that piece is if, if your cup is, is empty, then you have nothing to pour into other people. And being the leader of your family, you know, you, you have a responsibility to have something in your cup. So you also have to take care of yourself yeah. and make sure that you yourself are happy in the relationship. And your wife is a very vital part of that. And mm. so you want to make sure that you often communicate with her about what makes you happy, the things that you need to make yourself successful. And then by you being successful and then creating a, a safe space for her, it also intends to increase the um, viability of the relationship that you guys have, which, of course, longevity is the end result that we get from that. So I think my ultimate advice would be happy spouse, happy house. That boy, uh, just, yeah, yeah, that boy talking like he been married for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's only been a couple of months. <laughs> I hate when y'all are extra like this. <laughs> we will not be double dating with y'all. <laughs> no, bro, but that's good. So I so I want to know, how did you know that your your now wife was the one? Because I think for a lot of guys who are single, they're looking and they're just trying to figure it out. And you hear people say all the time, like, you just know. But like, what does that really mean? Like, is that even a real thing? It's a lie. We're males. It's calculated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Straight up. (laughs) All the way to it. My wife, as a black woman, she adds a value to my wife, to my life that nobody has ever done before. Mm. Right. Okay. So you, so you, you appreciate that. And then that's why you're like, oh, this is the one. Yeah. It has to be. Right. And it's somebody is sent here to be in your life and it's, you're able to see it because of the value that they add to your life. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to be better. They're better. Our, our, our relationship is a, a constant competition, mm. right? <laughs> she makes me better. I make her better, right? Uh, things that I didn't know about, she adds. Culturized, you know, like mm-hmm. these are things all over the place. And so you start to see that your life becomes easier. Mm. And when your life becomes easy, you're like, oh, well, this is what I need for the rest of my life. And boom, that's your wife. (laughs) You know, it's very calculated. I hate when people say that. You know, people are like, oh, I just knew it. It just happened. You fell in love. It was in the stars. (laughs) No, it's calculated. You know what's so you know what's so (laughs) funny about that, bro? I, I heard a guy, and this is the first time I've ever heard somebody say, like, he was like, Man, any woman that I meet could have been the one if you just are willing 
to if you're willing to work to work through that. I mean, nope. my wife is the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for y'all, <laughs> uh, but but he when he said that, it just made me think about just it all comes down to just intentionality on 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 that part, bro. Yes. So I just think I think that is that is absolutely. Uh, I think that's absolutely amazing. Yes. So, Pat, Pat, go get up for me uh, uh, real quick. <laughs> Zoe, hey. come on over here to the table. <laughs> Give it up for Zoe. Yes, Give it up for Zoe. Last episode, we talked about the lonely single, single man. man. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't, we wasn't talking about you, though. No but relation. Not, no, no relation. No relation. No relation. But we had none on the episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had none. We had none. So, 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 we've been in search of a single man. Are you lonely? Not at all. <laughs> are, you, are you happy and thriving in this season? I will say so, Absolutely. For sure, um, you know, I, in this time, in this season of of singleness, I've, a lot of things have aligned in my life. So, you know, of course, boys always love to bring up when they go to therapy. You know, they ever change their life, and that's okay. It's, bring it's, that it's, up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's honestly true. Like when you start, once you really start psychoanalyzing your own personal mind, it helps you understand and clarify things more. To where it, it, it and there's bleed over in other aspects of your life. To where it's like, yo, now that I understand me. Better, I can articulate it properly to others. Right. So where now it's like, now that I understand me, especially because when you're dating, women want to want to know that you know yourself because that's what makes them more comfortable with you. Right. Yeah. That's so facts. you you mentioned dating, bro. So what what would you say is like the most difficult thing about dating in your thirties? Um, the most difficult thing I would say is. Um, keeping up with the times, the proper dating etiquette, because it's always changing, you know. And then when the older you get, the more that you understand what you want. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with dating, being okay with the no's. Like, this isn't my person. Like, back in the day when we was all single and stuff like that, and it was time to go get girls, it was like, I see her, I like her, I want her. Mm -hmm. I, will, I will abstain from providing her certain information so I can get her. But now, now in your in my thirty, <laughs> just lying. It's not lying. Just omitting the truth. It's, it's just no. It's it's, it's <laughs> no. It's just like I gave you the facts. Like nothing I gave you was a lie. I just you just didn't ask the right question. Mm. So. <laughs> you didn't ask. You never asked me if I was faithful. <laughs> <laughs> but now that you now that you have a better understanding of want, you you have to be accepting of like, yo, I'm gonna present myself as my authentic self, and if you and if it's a no, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, you have to you have to get to the point of where you cutting it off quicker. So right. it's like opposed to like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this dosey dose dance and play emotional intellectual chess with you to see who's gonna quote unquote win. Opposed to being like, yo. This is me. Does this work with you? Mm -hmm. No. That's okay. Right, right. And that's right. kind of like the biggest thing is, is you know, especially with the like, quote unquote, blue pill, blue or red pill culture, whatever it is. Oh, it's blue about, pill. It's a commercial. Not sponsored. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing is like just knowing that it's, it's 
whoever you're 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 dating or recording or what have you is that it's a it's a collaborative effort until it's not right. right, mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. that's what I was saying. You've been so seems like you're in a good place. Are you currently like looking for a wife, or are you just still chilling? Um, I'm for sure looking for my wife. Okay. You know, so I mean, obviously, obviously, as much as I would like to say that, like, obviously, I'm on my own. I'm my own man, but everybody has, is is impacted by by love via osmosis. Mm. So, like, seeing seeing my good friends get married and seeing them have happy lives and seeing how it's impacting them and changing them for the positive. Of course, you're gonna look and be like, "I want that," and like, "What does that look like for me?" Right, right. So, right. don't yeah. let the winds fool you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm It is not for the faint <laughs> or the so, weak. No, at all. I think a lot of single people might uh, romanticize marriage yeah. from looking from the outside in. Absolutely. Like, um, maybe they don't realize all the work. And all the uh, compromise and, you know, just that, that having that skill set to right. build up to marriage. But I had to tell somebody the other day, I said, I used to read the Version Bible app. I had to go get the physical Bible. <laughs> <laughs> this season calling for a different kind of strength. <laughs> the version wasn't cutting The version wasn't cutting I need, I need the word. <laughs> the work starts immediately. I, I mean, like, I, the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, legit. Yeah. I feel like the work starts even before because I mean, I'm not even married yet, but <laughs> but that whole project planning, like planning a wedding, oh, like, yes. That's, yes. that's work, bro. And I feel like that's a glimpse of married life and just being able to like work through that together. Y'all, we have learned a lot about each other, also learned a lot about ourselves mm-hmm. in the process. And it's like being able to do that and continue to develop, continue to grow with one another. To me, that's the beautiful thing. Like, it may be difficult to work through, but yeah. like, you, we're both becoming better people. Right. He all in love. Yeah. Hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's good. So, so, so I want to know from you, in this season, bro, as a, as a single man, what are you doing to prepare for wifey? I know you want wifey, but like, where is the preparation? What are you doing besides therapy? Um, I would say it's like adjusting my, my, my thought process because... When you're in when you're in the space of singleness, it's easy just Talking to think to about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Why you sound like somebody's parent? Talking to the mic. <laughs> that boy, that boy, that boy's over here giving an Easter speech. Yeah. Uh, 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 happy, happy Easter. My bad, my bad, my yeah, bad. I say I think the biggest thing is like changing, changing the. That <laughs> <laughs> boy gave you the look. Yeah. I saw, I felt it. I think it's like changing your mindset, mindset because when you're in the space of singleness, especially if you do it for an extended amount of time it's easy to like to get into the mindset of like what I say is goals and like if you if you are disrupting anything about what I got going on that I've gotten comfortable with Mm -hmm. then I don't want it to whereas like obviously from what I've observed from from the married the married folk in the room Mm -hmm. it's it's very much collaborative and uh, and all about compromise so I think being (laughs) able to like come to terms with like yo I'm going to have to compromise before I even get to that Mm -hmm. Is is one of the things that I'm, I'm um, preparing myself with, yes. for lack of better terms. And I can see that being the hardest thing as you get older, because you do get set in your ways. One hundred percent. You know exactly what you set like, what you want to do, what you don't want to do, 
And when you bring a woman to, they gonna make you do everything. <laughs> excursion, excursion, excursion. Money, 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 money. Clean, clean, clean. Especially if you're single and you've and you've been accustomed to living by yourself for so long, bro. So it's like, yo, I do things this way, and a woman be like, I don't understand why you think that's right, mm-hmm. and it be like because it's how I do it. Right. it it's not a right or wrong. It's just this is what I do, but opposed to like being like, all right, well, you don't like that, so let me change that if it's something worth changing. Bro, yeah. it just be it's the little things. I, the other day, uh, me and Olivia were talking, and she was like, uh, somebody we were watching something on TV, and they were like, yeah, girl, he girl he messy, he's super messy, and uh, and she was like, uh, you know, you could be a little messy too, and I said, how? Tell me how. She said. <laughs> When you brush your beard, you be leaving little hairs in the sink. Oh. I said, girl, ain't nobody, ain't nobody left no hair in the sink. <laughs> Them little hairs. I, little hairs. Bro, she sends me a photo. I leave the house. And she sends me a photo. It's three hairs in that sink. I said, do you want to play this game? <laughs> do you want to play this game? Because I can play. Because I can play. I can play, baby. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And she never responded. <laughs> That's a no. So, so you gotta know when to let them, when to hold them, and when to fold them, and when to challenge them. I want to know: uh, Do any of the married people have any advice for Zoe as far as finding a wife or choosing a wife? Let's ask the this married gentleman right here. <laughs> um, the mic. I think. <laughs> Boy, this mic gonna kill y'all. Y'all just hit your conscience. This mic gonna be the, this mic gonna be the end of y'all. Hey, let me tell y'all something. I'm editing this podcast. If I gotta raise all these levels up, I'm gonna be pissed. I think the biggest thing is um, uh, seeking friendship before relationship uh, and enjoying the courting process. Mm-hmm. Once you find somebody that you intentionally want to be in a relationship with mm-hmm. uh, to get married, you know what I mean? Um, y- you have to build a relationship first because that is where the strength comes from. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, the sense of understanding, like my wife, she she totally understands that I am a um, uh, a social person. Mm-hmm. But once my meter is dead, she Give me that look. He's like, all right, we about to leave. But that only comes from us being friends first before we were in a relationship. Yeah, she got to know me as a person. So I think that um, I think that anybody that you see yourself being married to, or you know, you want to intentionally start a gainful relationship with, you want to start with the friendship first. Mm. That's a bar. You you said friendship first. I wanna I wanna know, and you know, guys. Uh, you know, we over here at the Soundboard Podcast like to keep it real. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. 50, 50% of the time? 50% real, 100% of the time. Um, this is the this is the 50. <laughs> I want to know from you guys, when you do you believe being intimate before um you get in a relationship kind of puts a block on the friendship if you will. Do you think that it takes it to it? We turning up the heat. <laughs> Boys start rubbing their head. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know because because I think that's a valid point. Like friendship before relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are guys who are like, you know, I gotta test it out before I buy it. I just want to know. Do y'all think that that is uh, true or not during the friendship phase? 
That boy said, I need clarity. Yeah. Please. <laughs> or let, let's say when you first meet. Let's okay. say you when you first meet a woman, and let's say that that you know your goal may be to be intimate initially. Do you believe that you can may have a friendship turn to relationship after that? I think it kind of blocks your vision, bro. Because that's block what the friendship. Yeah, it's like you you know what you want. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, <laughs> once you put it in there, y'all not friends anymore. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <I ain't. laughs> <Just> being honest. <laughs> facts, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. We super friends. <laughs> we really friends. Yeah. We really friends. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, so, do you believe? Do you believe that? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, which part? <laughs> now I just can't agree with that. <laughs> what, what, uh, so you saying do I agree with what, that that you can't be friends? Yeah, like once you become intimate with a with a with a woman, you can't be friends. I like can. That. I will honestly say I beg to differ. But okay. then again, I'm, maybe that's why I'm single. So <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I can't speak I, your truth. I, say, I think I think I just I think. It, Comes to a viewpoint, like a, uh, like where your head headspace wise, to where it's like, yo, if it's just like, if you have the mentality of like me, uh, me being intimate <laughs> with a woman, <laughs> if that's the ultimate end goal, so I had these PG conversations. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> How y'all be talking when we ain't on the mic? <laughs> But no, nah, I think if your uh, if your ultimate end goal is like just to be intimate, then yeah. But you know, um, Andre Three Thousand had a skit on Love Three, uh, uh, the Love Below, Love Below that really that really changed my mind point <laughs> to where it's like he was re- he was referring to like a one night stand and like how she's probably thinking like I think she's yeah, very promiscuous, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was like that just means you know what you want out of life, and I took that to heart in the sense of like. Who am I to judge? Mm-hmm. Because I'm out here. She, if she knew, if I was, if she knew my play by play, like it's some Madden stuff, she probably look at me crazy, mm-hmm. and like you know, in historical points in my in my life and right. stuff. So I look at it like, yo, I'm accepting you for who you are currently. Accept me the same way, and we're gonna we're gonna rock until we don't rock. If 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 we find at some point that it doesn't work anymore, then we can just split ways amicably. And what's what's the name of that song? <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record. No, 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 no. You want to quote it? What's the name? It's a, it's a skit. I don't recall the name of the skit. You know oh, the name, Justin? He, he's we'll referring to the song that's before the skit. The, the skit is titled, Where Are My Pants? <laughs> Thank, exactly. you, thank you, Pat. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, uh, Pat, did you have something? I, I seen you creeping up here. Yeah, you know, I'm going to try and get... Not uh, Pat getting back on the mic. Dante kicked him out. Not Pat coming back for the throne. <laughs> well, you posed the question yeah, to the, yeah, to the marriage. Question. Oh, yeah, I did yeah, pose yeah. a question. Uh, so I would say do what makes you happy, and then you will find who makes you happy. So okay. if you pay attention to uh, the times where you're happiest, you can then look around at who's there with you and if there are a female around that tends to be around when you're happy, it, it seems like you've already started that friendship. You've already started mm-hmm. moving towards That's something true. of, you know, what is the key goal of all this, which is happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you enjoy going to the gym, if that's something you truly enjoy doing, not saying you hit on every girl at the gym, but you can look around and, you know, you might find somebody who now you enjoy working out with. If 
you're studious and you you know in the library you look up see somebody it literally is just whatever makes you happy you can then find the person that makes you happy in that setting but but isn't if you intimate you pretty much gonna be happy that's not a fact. We already talked about posting that clarity on. <laughs> we did have this conversation. <laughs> we did have this conversation. So, uh, uh, Jerron, we thank you, everybody. Give it up for uh, Jerron. I'm out. <laughs> All right, uh, 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 Lil Jay, come on up to the mic. Oh. <laughs> Dancing extraordinaire over here. Dance man, dance man. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> the guy, the guy. This is so. I was excited to meet this meet this young man. He has been a uh, uh, hilarious to me this whole weekend. <laughs> He's been hilarious. He reminds me of. Uh, I don't miss them twenties. I, <laughs> I don't miss those twenties, and uh, and I and 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 yeah, it is it is crazy out here. So who do we who do we have on or who do we have on the mic, if you will? Is James? <laughs> <laughs> Not you giving us your interview voice. <laughs> so James, man, welcome to the Soundboard Podcast, bro. So glad that you. So glad that you are here. So James, as a as a uh, as a young man in his twenties, uh, what would you say is probably one of the most difficult things when it comes to to dating right now? As a young man in his in his twenties, or is it or is it difficult? Or is it difficult? It may not be difficult. I mean, honestly, most of the guys already said um, kind of what it is. It honestly depends on um, what you like and what you into. And depending on you find that right person, you in the right place at the right time. So do you um, I want to I want to ask you about I want to ask you this question, because I think we we've kind of talked about it before. But like, do you believe that there is um, it's possible to find a young lady that gives you 100 percent of what you're looking for? Do you believe that that actually exists like everything on your checklist? Do you think that that exists? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, Perfect like you said, a high bar. <laughs> like you said, I'm still in my twenties. So. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Good answer. As we speak, I'm still in my twenties. He's still sampling. He's trying to see what he likes. <laughs> he's still coming up with the list. Yeah. 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 Oh <laughs> Just make sure you add cooking on there, King. Uh, big facts, both of us. <laughs> Look, if I can interject on yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. This past show. Yeah. <laughs> if y'all like it, let me know in the comments. Uh, launch, we can launch next this week. This show. <laughs> but nah, so two parts to it. One, the flip side of that, right? We mm-hmm. never ask that. Are we gonna give them a hundred percent of what's on their list? It's not about us. No. <laughs> So that's where the compromise part comes in. That's where, you know, working together, because I know I'm not giving you 100 percent. I'm going to try my best, but I'm going to fall short. And so then I'm expecting, hoping that you pick up the slack because I'm going to do the same for where you may fall short on my 100. Uh, But the, the second part of it is you mentioned he's in his 20s. Yeah. When we were in our 20s, who we were, what we thought, what we enjoyed now, like you said, the the whole club dancing, 
No. It looks very different. It, it feels different. It looks different. It is, it is different. Mm. And so, uh, it, you know, for those that are fortunate to find their loved one in their early years, like, I applaud it because it Coop. took me to get to a oh, point. Yeah. yeah. Like, it took me to get to a point where I had grown mm -hmm. to be like, okay, I now know who I am as a person and right. what I want. And I know I'm still going to have some changes come along. I'm still going to adapt and evolve. But, like, I'm at a point now where I am the complete person that I'm supposed to be right. for my future wife. Right, right, right. And I don't, you know, in my 20s, I was not that person. No, you know, you early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> no, you weren't. No, you weren't. We were there. As, no. as, since we've all known each yeah, other you know, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. a day or two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, nah, I think that's I think that's uh, I think that's good. So, would y'all give what advice would y'all give? And this could be for anybody. Uh, if you have advice to give to James as a man in his twenties, not even just dating aside, but like what should he be focused on? Um, just in his twenties, sometimes it may not necessarily be dating. It may be get X, Y, and Z in order before you can even settle down to date. Uh, what is some advice that y'all would say? I would say first, just focus on you first. Like, make sure that you are like a whole person. Because I think a lot of times people try to get into relationships uh, because they're looking for a companion and not realizing that they haven't really figured out who they are first. So when you get in a relationship, you are looking for the other person to solve a lot of maybe insecurities or things in yes. yourself. Yeah. And so when the relationship starts off, starts to get rocky. Um, it's most of the time, it's probably in that particular type of circumstance, it's probably because you haven't really figured out who you are. Right. So I think if you can do a lot of the work on the front end of figuring out who you are, um, whether that's your values, your goals, your vision, all of these things, then when you step into a relationship, you are able to then take that intentionality and be able to take that relationship and, and make it flourish. So that would be... I think that's good. I think that's good, JJ. So I want to know from you, you said you mentioned values, beliefs, and all that. Is that something that you just kind of just thought about? Is that something that you wrote down? How can we make that tangible for any young man that's listening that's in this room, or a young woman who is also needs to get her stuff together before? Like, what does that actually look like from a tangible perspective? I mean, yeah, write it down if you have to. I mean, when, when you talk, I'm talking about, like, um, knowing who you are. I had, I wrote down a lot of these questions to myself and just, like, kind of like a journal type of format, but really just like figuring out, like whenever I have reflections, revelations, things like that, I just put it down, write it down. And then as far as like who I am and where I want to go, that's just the vision aspect of it. And I feel like men in general, all men should have vision. Mm -hmm. So like being able to map out who, where it is that you want to go and how you're going to get there. Right. Cause how are you going to have a woman follow you if you don't know where you're going? Right. Yep. <sighs> that's facts. That boy talking heavy. <laughs> and even just to build off that, I would say, Make sure you're not like bullshitting with your time because as you get older, once you do get your family, it's you're gonna it's gonna take away your focus on whatever you want to work towards. That is actually so. True. Right now, you should be lasered in, focused on whatever it is that you want to get out of life. Wherever you see yourself in the 30s, this is the time where you should be working towards that. So once you get in a relationship, that's gonna draw a little bit of your energy away from whatever you, your passion is in life. So just make sure you're locked in, basically. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Come on up. Calhoun got one, too. Yeah, come on up. Um, I would say make sure you have something to bring to the table. Mm -hmm. 
that's like 50-50 because -hmm. God forbid something happened to you, she could hold you down, vice versa, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to have something, and get get some money, man. (laughs) Yeah, get some money. <laughs> Amazon might ruin your relationship if you let it, y'all. You just order everything. You gotta have the money for it. Everything yeah. doubles, man. You going out to eat? Yep. Oh, I hate. <laughs> I hate, boy. And if you ever go out with a black woman, she ordering stuff like. I'm like, baby, you don't even eat we that on the regular. We love the sisters. What I don't you know what y'all they talking about. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Now you want to order? You want to order crab cakes with me? <laughs> No, I think that's I think that's good. I think that's uh I think that's good. I think I'm gonna double down and say that um as as men, we have to prepare a place. Mm-hmm. I think it is very important that it is something that people don't really talk about, right? You think that you have to you have to go and make sure that you have a space that is comfortable for the woman, even if you don't know who it is yet at right. the time. Right, you right. still have to have a space in order for that woman to go into. Uh, two things that come into that is, like my boy said, money. Right. right? <laughs> you have to be able to provide, right? As right. men, we are natural providers of, of people, right? We're going to protect and we're going to serve and we're going to provide. So you have to make sure that you have the means to do so. But on the backside of that, as 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 a person, you have to make sure all of us grew up and, and coming through adolescence, you go through a lot of trauma. Right. Right. You have to make sure that you yourself <laughs> have healed. Right. Yeah. Because one thing, like Jeremy said, you will find yourself. Um, putting the 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 job on the the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with to fix your issues that you came into the relationship mm. with, and that's not a good thing. You have to work on those things yourself and make sure that even if you don't have them all the way solved, mm. you are you have that process in place already where you're working on everything that you have gone through so that you can fix yourself. Because at the end of the day. If if your wife knows exactly who you are and and she knows exactly what she's gonna get every day, you create a level of comfortability that is essential <laughs> for a, a, a prosperous marriage. You right. know what I mean? So I think that preparing a place as well as making sure that you yourself as a person are whole before you get into that. So like you said, creating that list, that list is important, mm-hmm. but on top of that list being important, you have to make sure that your ducks are in a row as well. Oh yeah, that's big. That's big. So um, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forgot who showed us. I'm, I'm so sorry, Pat. You have the mic. <laughs> Pat, let me stop for Pat. Fire me. Jerron <laughs> uh, mentioned something, and it's it's so true. Is like uh, in premarital counseling, they told us that you have to be your own whole person in order for this to work. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm not good with math, but if if you have a half time a half you don't get a whole and if you have a half times a whole you don't get a whole it's only when you have one times one that you get one Mm. and so you can't come to the plate half stepping in any way even though i mentioned you may not be able to give them a hundred percent of what's on their list you have to be a hundred percent confident in who you are like to stand before god and man and say that i do Mm -hmm. with that list that comes with it you know sickness and health you know happiness all of that you have to be 100% in, in your person, your foundation, to take that oath seriously. Oh. You, you may half step in your oath, and I hope not, 
You know, there are folks who do. But if you mean it, none of us though. No, no. Not nobody on this pod. <laughs> Not nobody in this pod. Because I, uh, uh, uh. The good ring game. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. But so it's it's a real thing where if you mean it, if you are really standing before your family, her family, or vice versa, if you you know thinking about this from a lady's perspective, standing in front of friends, you know, relatives, and you're saying I do. It, it's reason it says I do and not we do, right? It's mm. I, me, myself, personally, mm. can vouch that I am a whole person willing to do this for you. Right. And in return, you are going to do it for me, and that's how this is going to work out. That's how we get to the 50-plus. Yeah. No, I think, that is, uh, I think that is so good, man. So one of the things that we kind of talked about, y'all raised some valid points about money. And how important it is um, But I also think that comes along with that Is one of the most important things Is a man and his Purpose Because mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the things that you have to have Solidified um, before You can um, Before you can really really move into the next, the next step or phase Of your life whether that's dating whether that's married Whatever that is so I want to bring somebody up Who I feel exemplifies Purpose in its truest form Econ, come up to the mic. <laughs> Econ, come up to the mic. When we talk purpose. I didn't know th- what direction we was going. Econ, come up to the mic. We are talking men and purpose and how important that is. Um to kind of have that figured out, you don't have to necessarily be at the destination, but you do want to want to figure that out before you go into any next steps. Um, I kind of was just telling my other homeboy, the other, we were having a conversation and he was telling me how there was something that he really wanted to do from a passion purpose perspective. He had just been putting it off. And my thing to him was, well, bro, one of the things that the reason that, you know, life ain't going how you want is because you're trying to force you're not doing the thing that you really, really want to do. So I just want to know, uh, Econg, as someone who is super driven, a man who uh, I would look at and say you found your purpose, uh, how do you balance that in life in, as a whole? Well, thank you. Thank you, uh, first off. Very happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how y'all talk. <laughs> y'all don't talk like this. <laughs> Boys come over here with their interview voices. Yeah, 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 Hello. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. For me, and I, I wish I could say the answer for everyone. I can't. Um, but for me, like, I know innately what makes me excited, what makes me driven, what makes me go. Um, and so I just try to align myself with those things that will either challenge me to either grow those things that I like um, or the things that I need to get through in order to get to where I need to go. Um but like for me, I just keep going no matter what. So it's very much, this is something that I've thought about in my head. I've probably connected the dots in some way, some form. The only thing that's stopping me is me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, if I'm stopping me, then I'm denying myself of who I believe to be, which is everything as far as my mind and my body. So I'm just like, nah, like step up to the plate, figure it out. Like what are the obstacles? What are the things that are gonna be easy and, um, you know, you pray about it and then you allow your strengths to kind of navigate things. And then, I mean, if you can figure out the things that you don't like, um, 
and then just lean on your strengths, you'll find that you're just going to be aware of the things that you don't like, but you'll navigate through all of that mm. just by your strength. So, right, right, right. I mean, that's just for me. Have you have you always been like that? Have you always showed up like that? Or is that something that you had to learn or was a process that you went through? Or was that just natural for you? I, I mean, I'm a natural competitor. So, I'm like, I'm, I like friendly competition. Like, for me, it's all about if it's going to be intellectual competition, let me know. Mm. Physical competition, let me know. Mm. Um but I think I've always been that way. Um, I didn't necessarily own it. I think I was very much trying to figure out, like, okay, what do I do with all of this energy? And what do I do with all these thoughts? But um, more so recently, I think I've really gotten the balls to be like, no, it's supposed to be this way, or I see it this way. And let me tell you the why behind it. And I think that why is so important. Right. Instead of just being like, I have this thought, I have this idea, blah. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think I could say I, I've, I, I've always had it But I'm now more so aware of it Than I ever have been before Okay so I want to know What makes you confident enough To really really just go out here and get it We know that as men We face a lot of obstacles Like maybe you are in a career You want to switch careers Or maybe you have a hobby You want to turn that into a full time uh, Into a full time career So I just want to know Like how do you how, what do you do to quiet the noise in your head that every day that says you cannot do it or you cannot achieve it? Man, I don't even think I have that voice. Like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't King, exist. tell me. Talk to me. Talk to me, King, please. Talk to me. Uh, it's always, there's, there's always going to be a challenge with something that you want. Uh-huh. If you can get that out the way, it's very much plan and pray. Plan and pray. So, in my, for, for example, if I want to start a whole new venture, my thought is there's going to be things that you already thought about that even gave you the idea to make it a, a venture. Instead of right. just being like, I want this, mm. um, there's always a why. But then after that, it's like, all right, God, like, show me where my strengths align to the thing that I want. Okay, cool. Now, God, show me where either my ignorance or the, you know, my re- rebelliousness mm. may stop me mm. from where I'm trying to get to. You got to know all sides of everything to be like, okay. This is fully me in this journey. I have to navigate all of me through this journey to get there. But that you can't ever say no. Boy, this better than Oprah Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, that's good. That's good, King. That's good. That's good. So, because I, 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 the reason I asked that is because I've always known you to be somebody that just goes and gets something. Appreciate and so, when you say, you know, you don't have that have that that noise or that that inner voice that's saying you can't do something i think for as men a lot of a lot of men have that and so it's really easy to give up as soon as there's opposition because you know you hear the voice that's saying you can't do it i mean we were born into no's so it's like if you know that we were born into no's go find your yes Was that the sound bite of the week or what? <laughs> well done. I'm sorry, Pat. Did you have something to add? Come on, Pat. This is your, your show. Since you asked. I appreciate it. I twisted your arm. Uh, yo, don't twist my arm. Uh, no, so it comes down to believing in yourself, but then also having that higher belief. You said plan and pray, right? So you plan... That's your belief in yourself. That's you going through the motions of saying, I, I'm fairly certain I know how to get this done or what needs to happen in order to get this done within my power. Yeah. And then the pray. Uh, I think within one of the very first episodes y'all had, y'all talked about what it means to be a Christian and how I think Coop said he doesn't think 
people actually believe it when they say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and right around that same time, I was in therapy. I've been in therapy most of my life. I go to a black barber. That's therapy. That is actually true. A black and, man's first, the first therapist is his barber. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And so I talked about it with my barber that same week. And what we came to was that same conclusion that, like, if you truly believe in God the way that God slick believes in himself like the way that god tells you who he is and what he's capable of Mm. if you believe in that you know folks think you're supposed to be humble Mm. and nah, you're supposed to be humble in your abilities like i'm humble in what patrick myself can do but with god you can't stop me god did Did. <laughs> hey, we gonna add that to the board. Yeah, we gonna yeah, add that yeah, to the yeah, board. Yeah. God did. God did. Nah, and so like, once you take in that mindset, then you are able. You know, it's it seems a little cliche, but every time somebody gets up and accepts an award for something that seems just amazing, it's career penultimate. You know, they've reached the highest step. I like to thank God. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here without him. Mm-hmm. And it seems cliche. It seems like something their publicist meant, you know, told them to say. But, like, if you really believe in God, God bless God. Because, man, without God, we couldn't accomplish it. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. That's man. good. That's good. That's good. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys. Pats. Uh, We're going to round this out. We're going to round this conversation out. With our boy Caleb. Everybody get up for Caleb. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on up, Caleb. Come on up. We are talking men and purpose. Caleb is balancing his job in the daytime, his hustle uh, at night. So he has a he has the nine to five, but then he got the five to nine. Or five to whenever. A five to whenever. A five to all the weekends. Yeah. Um, and you're somebody that I see just grinding all the time, bro. Like, I see you grinding all the time. And it can't be easy because we, we pod, but, you know, even with us, we'd be like, bro, this is just an additional thing that we have to do. Like, that we what, get to do. That we get to do. You're mm-hmm. right. Words mm-hmm. mean everything. Saying no hobby. We had an inner fight about that. <laughs> we'll tell that later. But I want to know uh, from you, Caleb, like how, how do you just have the drive to keep going? Like if somebody's struggling with the drive of, of maybe they just started a business or and they're just waiting for it to pop off. Like how do you have the drive to keep going? What does that come from? Honestly, um, first is God. Um, I wake up every day and me and him have a long sit down. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Lord, why do I have to work so hard sometimes? <laughs> you know, just being honest. But um other than that, um I've seen truthfully I've seen my mom go like all her life. So she was a single mother most of the time. I mean, my yeah. dad helped out, so she wasn't just, like, by herself. Mm. But um, I saw her, like, try things. Mm. So um, my mom was actually, like, the first female minister in my area. So mm. she went through a lot of opposition from, like, right. our own family, like my grandfather and all that. So um, I saw her always want to develop stuff, try things, create conferences. She wanted to try doing, like, women's group. Uh, she wanted she did Mary Kay for a little while, even though she was working, like, a state job or whatever. Mm. So as I got older, I was like, man, I say, I think I'm born, you know, to do stuff like that. I was like, I do believe that, you know, I was meant to actually not just do one thing. Right. So that turned into me, you know, going to college, getting a job. And then I picked up a camera. 
which was actually supposed to be for turnover purposes. It was supposed to document like homecomings and all that kind of stuff like uh-huh. that. But somebody actually uh, reached out to me and said, hey, you know, can you actually like do pictures for me? And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, I'll do it. So I ended up doing that and I was like, oh man, I can actually do this. So then I started, you know, researching and doing all kind of stuff. And I was like, oh man. I think I can actually do everything that, you know, I really set out to do because that was the first thing that I actually tried from scratch. So, yeah. you know, without like something being a foundation already, I was like, oh, well, let me do that. So I was looking up ways to like stay motivated because I was like, I would see all these other people who did way better than me. And right. I was like, man, I can't keep up with that. Right. So, you know, every day I would get up and I would pray and I would just be like, God, you know, like what, what, like, what am I supposed to be doing with this? And then so one day, you know, I just heard a voice that said, you know, you're my son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm your son. Okay, I, I kind of know that. Like, what's up? And he was like, you know, I'm your son. I mean, you're my son. I was like, okay, God, I, I need more than this. And he was like, anytime things get hard, or he was like, anytime it's feeling like rainy or stuff like that, the sun always comes out after. And That's I was real. just like, oh, you know, okay, I get where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. And so I just always, like, wake up every day, and when I see the sun, I just be like, oh, go get it. So that's pretty much it's real simple. It's nothing. Bro, that is that is that's dope, man. I think um I was reading something that said men should always be it said that uh that we were created by a creative God. So men should always be working or creating something. That when men don't work or create, that is when we become dull, when we just kind of just quit moving in life. And so I think it's so dope that that uh, that you are you're doing that. So you you have the photography business, bro. You, uh, actually, them shots that y'all see from the Soundboard Podcast, okay, them come from Kayla. Y'all better give it up. That come from Kayla. Yeah, man, he came into town. That man came into town. He gave us all our photos, and uh, and and so we our goal is just to try to help as many of our you know our brothers that we see striving and doing great things. Um, uh, just as much as we can, so so, bro, we see it. We see the grind, bro. Oh, yeah, for sure. hey, we see the grind. Don't man. forget about the book, though. Oh yeah, he's oh, Arthur yeah, too. A published author. He's Arthur too. How about the book? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a co-author. <laughs> so there were uh, me and what about twenty others who all came together, you know, on behalf of Southern University uh, to create this book. It's called the HBCU Experience, which I believe everyone should experience in some way. Mm-hmm. Homecoming is October 22nd. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everybody's invited. (laughs) Pull up. But um, really, it's really just a book that highlights the um, excellence of HBCU students post-graduation. It goes back and tells our stories from beginning, like, I mean, as in birth, as in how you knew you wanted to become an HBCU student, uh, what values you learned from the, um, like, the friendships that you made. Um, Just not going to class, just like, you know, from the pep rallies, the turn-ups, everything that you may have been involved, you know, for those who are Greek, Greek life. um, We were in the band, so I talked about band life, being an ambassador, and that kind of stuff. So if you want to get it, you can go on Amazon. There's a link. You can definitely find it. Um, but my story was real simple. I just talked about how initially I wanted to go to a PWI because in my area, everyone was going to a different school. So I was going there with my friends. And then I was just like, mm, I was like, I kind of had enough of some things that I really can't say on the podcast. <laughs> but, um, you know, I ended up, <laughs> right. So, I um, said it last week. You can say it. <laughs> I'm tired the clears, of these. The clears, the clears. Oh, oh, the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, pretty much it was like I talked about how I went from that to actually coming there and meeting the people that I met while being in the band, the process in the beginning. Um, after that, I talked about being an ambassador and how I even became an ambassador. And then, you know, post-graduation life and like where I am now. That's so, good. That's good. It was, and you did a great job, bro. I read, I read your, uh, your story oh, in, in the you. book and uh, you did a phenomenal job. I appreciate so, um, it, brother. Keep it coming, my brother. Oh, yeah. Because I write better than I talk. I really don't like being in front of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, King. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So uh, so this will be the last question. And this, and this can be for everybody. I just want y'all um, to come up if you feel so led. Um, but how essential is friendship to being a man? Like, how essential is friendship? And Because I always think about things like this when... Uh, when I get together with the homies, but I realize that it's a lot of people that may not necessarily have uh, a tight knit friend group like this or like people that they can hang out with and they can see who pushed them to be better. You know, iron sharpens iron. So how is how essential is it that men have, you know, good upstanding brothers that they roll with? Like how essential is friendship? To I think you? an important part you said is to push each other to be better because it's mm-hmm. easy to find friends to just to bullshit with. But like yeah. be around a couple men that are actually striving for excellence is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how essential is that? Uh, I'm, I'm the star of the show, Pat. <laughs> Thank you again uh, for, for having me. Presidential Pat again. Um, it's vital. And I say that meaning full well, that without it, you cannot sustain life. Uh, your friends, if you've done it right, like Coop says, mm-hmm. propel you to different stages. They uh, are a safe haven for you when you need it. They're the soundboard. Uh, you know, I've known Jeremy since I was 15, Coop since I was 15. I've known you guys since 20, right? And now I'm 32, going on 33, and it's like without y'all, there is no me. When people, you know, tell me, oh, Patrick, congratulations on this, or, hey, man, you did a great job with this, I'm like, hey, I didn't do it. God and then those around me, like, they have all propelled me. Um, and so it's vital. Like, there, there's no other word, I think, that sums it up other than that. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, for the rest of our brothers, how has it played an uh, important part in your, in your life? How has, how has friendship played an important part in, in your life? Um, I say I say it's been monumental in the sense of, um, especially coming out of the military. So like the military, you know, I was uh, I wasn't very I wasn't well polished as everybody knew. <laughs> oh, I met Zoe when he was rough and rugged. Yeah, so I, 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 I would like to say that I was misunderstood because we didn't necessarily. Nobody understands me. It's their fault. It's their fault. I'm just saying. I came from. I came from a. I came from an environment to where it was like, take the message. Don't don't care about how it was presented. Mm-hmm. To where it's like we can call each other. We can call each other any type of derogatory term. And I've already filtered it out to where it's like once I got to the civilian side, I was like, oh my god, I clutched my pearls. What's? Why are you so angry? I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just mm-hmm. speaking a matter of fact. So like even from from like you know being being friends with y'all y'all helped me realize like I need to tone that down mm-hmm. and like even though I can't I yeah even though I have the capability of just talking talking in the free space and y'all may understand where I'm coming from doesn't mean I necessarily have to do that and like there's just many many examples in my life to where friends have helped me do that to where it wouldn't be possible to where it's like every everybody that I hold dear in my heart as a friend 
has held me accountable to where I can be like, as y'all say on the sidewalk, am I tripping? Mm-hmm. Right. They, they and, and sometimes it'll be like, nah, or yeah, or somewhere in between, but like, it's kind of great. You probably could try tweaking doing this. Right. And without that, you know, especially, and I think friendship is, is different than your parents because parents only, under, parents only understand the version that they raised in you. Your friends are your chosen tribe, so they accept you exactly for who you are, or yeah. at least mm. the right ones will. Right, right, right. So they they know exactly who you are, how you move, your viewpoints. So it's like, okay, based off of how you operate, this might have been more, more, more for you. I mean, this would have been more advantageous for you to move that way. So that's what I think. That's good, Zone. You have gotten better. I remember that time we almost got in a fight in the time. parking lot. <laughs> All, All the time. That time. All the time. What would have happened? What would happen in the fight? <laughs> who? who <laughs> <laughs> That man's up. We almost got in a fist fight in the parking lot. Plenty of times. I don't know what it is. What's up, Econ? Hold on. <laughs> um, I think really this group, I don't know about any other group, but like our group, uh, we amplify each other's like gifts. And so I feel like none, none of us are trying to be in each other's lanes. I feel like we support each other with like the same amount of energy that we would want. Um, and then you see people start to operate in like Oh man, no! This like I I am, I feel this. I am this. They support me. They see me, mm. type deal. Um, and then just the different type of black men that are in the group, it makes it just a lot more, I don't know, meaningful, you right. know, and and yeah. impactful. And so things of like sustainability are important. Um, us knowing each other for plus ten years, you can call each other's bullshit, but you can also be like, no, nah, bro, like I see I see where you're growing, right? Um, and you get to have that balance. So I think without this group. Um, some people could have some lofty views on some reality of things, and uh, we don't really have to deal with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, Econ. <laughs> boy Twan pulled up. Oh, look who is, look who's here. Nah, um, so wait, wait, who are you? <laughs> this is your first time. This is your first time on the mic. I would not, I would not let nobody talk to me like that. <laughs> Let nah, the people know who you are. He, what, what, what? You're right. Antoine Hicks, man. How y'all doing, boy? How you what doing, Antoine? Lamar. Lamar, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, um, I was about to say, uh, I really don't think friends are necessary at all. Like, I think, um, you know, you can... <laughs> Hold on. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> no, I'll just play it. I'll just play it. I'll just play it. <laughs> I'll just play it. I'll just play it. Well, you almost play. got voted out this time. <laughs> you almost got voted out. Nah, 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 nah. So I can say the one thing, because uh, I know I was always like a solo mover, but yes. the one thing I can say <laughs> was that, <laughs> the one thing that I can say is that, like, when y'all came around and we started really being friends, I think the biggest thing for me was seeing things from another perspective. Mm. Like, you know, uh, and I think I even helped y'all kind of see things did, did you? perspectives too. Always projecting. But I'm just saying, like, just in general, I think uh, every time. See, yeah, helping you be better. <laughs> every time we always hang out, like, there's always this thing where we're just kind of seeing everything from just different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I think that time we kicked it in Cali, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first time that I really like learned about everybody's kind of thinking differently and just helping you see stuff. Because I, I know we went through COVID for a while and you was inside for a long time and you know you kind of have that idle mind, so you was only seeing things from like your own ability. And every time you just rehearsing the same problems in your own mindset. So just hearing somebody else telling me telling me that Antoine, hey bro, you really are moving, mm-hmm. or you really are making this move, or you know y'all talked about how we don't like give ourselves enough credit for things that we do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I never give myself credit. You know, I'm my, my own worst enemy. So having that be like, yo, nah, bro, I really thought you was great at this and all this other stuff that just like 1,000% helps. So friends are everything, bro. I just said. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to come here and shake yeah. the table. Yeah, that boy trying to shake the table. I don't even think it's necessary. Cut his mic. Cut it. <laughs> Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody else? Last words. How is friendship? How essential is friendship? Uh oh, uh oh, he back. <laughs> Why you like somebody uncle with this red cup? <laughs> just water. <laughs> So I think that um, friends are essential um, because they provide two things. Uh, the first thing is uh, friendly competition, right? Yeah, um, I compete with everybody in this room. But like, yeah, everybody in this room, like, this is a it, it's it's not a malicious competition. It's a friendly competition where we're all pushing each other to be better, right? right? Mm -hmm. In every aspect in life, it doesn't matter what the category is, right? We, um, we're all pushing each other. So I think that the first and most, probably most important one is that there is a sense of friendly competition here where everybody is not only promoting but pushing each other. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the other side of that as well, um, which is also is equally as important, is accountability. Yeah. Mm. Right? So there, there's a sense of accountability where I don't want to let anybody in this room down ever. Right. Right. And so I think that um, like uh, watching the podcast for um, uh, the pivot with Michael Beasley and he's just like the man's 35 years old. and He doesn't have any friends. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. It that. makes me really recollect and, and appreciate all of the people who have came through my life, mm -hmm. you know, and and these are people that hold me accountable. These are people that I can call. These are people that call me. These are people who um, I'm able to in dark times as well as in like my my praise times I, I'm, I'm able to contact these people and we can celebrate or we can mediate you know what i'm right. saying yeah, yeah, yeah. like uh, at any level we're able to do so but i think that that accountability piece is very important because as black men we're the leaders right mm -hmm. and so because we're the leaders if we're gonna be the best people for our families then we need somebody who is on the outside looking in to hold us accountable. And I think that friends, friends are, that's what they're for. So I think that uh, not only are we good for friendly competition, but we're also good for holding each other accountable for being the best people we could be. That's true. That's yeah. true. That a competition is essential. I could whoop everybody in this room. Y'all said that mirror was like, when somebody say uh, what black people look like, when somebody say, I'll whoop everybody in this room, who, who you gonna whoop? Who you gonna whoop? Oh man, man. Everybody give it up for yourselves, fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JJ's last send off. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, I think it was a successful one. I would actually say this is probably one of my favorite episodes. We're going to tag everybody on the Instagram post um, because y'all need to be following these guys. Y'all need to be keeping up with them. Uh, the single ones, y'all need to be hollering at them. <laughs> y'all need to be hollering at them. Uh, we're going to actually use uh, Econ's uh, advice for the soundbite of the week. Was that Econ? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't remember what it is, but it was deep in the moment. <laughs> It was deep in the mountain, so we're going to run that back. We are going to run that back. Hey, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please uh, go on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and leave us a review. Also, man, if you want to, uh, uh, we actually going to post a picture of all of us uh, right behind the, uh, 
the the thing for this uh for this episode the graphic for this episode on our ig so if you want to see that please give us a follow at the soundboard podcast you can follow your boy dante at dante speaks life that's d-o-n-t-a-e speaks life you can follow your boy jj underscore jeremy j you can follow coop at this is coop underscore and big kjb at just a fiasco we We out. out peace